Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Vermont Pierre filling in for Tom Brown. Today, talking with Leon Brown, a Presbyterian church planner in Richmond, uh, South Richmond, Virginia, talking about local church ministry, diversity within local church, and uh, many other things related to that. Leon, again, great to have you with us. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So, man, uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, you're, I know a little bit about you. I mean, uh, your, uh, your background and, and the number of different things that uh, you've been involved with and doing, and um, you know, in some ways, some people might ask, why do local church ministry, um, why, why do you, maybe talk a little bit about why you felt called to, uh, to plan and, and lead a, a new church. Yeah, um, you know, initially the uh, desire that my family had was to do uh, mission work abroad. Uh, there were a certain series of events that, um, in the Lord and His providence, placed in our lives that then moved us to local church planting. But, but I mean, why church planting? Obviously, it's the, it's the paradigm we see in the New Testament. When the gospel spread to, to various regions throughout Asia Minor or wherever it went, when people took hold of, of Christ by faith, you see churches being established. So, again, it's the paradigm that we see in the New Testament. Uh, and I think most people probably know that. Um, I think more subjectively, though, um, the Lord confirmed... Uh, our call through the local church. And, and that's significant. Uh, we don't need people today just going around just thinking stuff up on their own, deciding, you know, I, I feel like this is the right thing to do, therefore I'm going to do it, mm. just all by uh, themselves. Mm. And so the, the, our local church, our sending church in Fredericksburg, confirmed that call in our lives. And uh, I say our lives because it, it, I married. Yeah. So for me to go and plant the church when my wife doesn't feel called to this particular type of ministry would have been quite foolish for me. So uh, the church confirmed our call. Uh, we believe that, you know, again, subjectively we were called to plant a church, and Richmond was just a, a great area to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit more about just sort of the idea of, of leading uh, a local church. Um, you know, one of the things I, I'm always coming across these days is— Sort of the increasing uh, irrelevance of uh, of the local church, and what I mean by that is that uh, millennials are, are leaving the church, uh, according to different uh, studies and reports, um, that people have less uh, confidence in organized religion. Um, that uh, many would say that uh, you know when we, when we think of the local church, not that it's not important, um, but that uh, it's not uh, the perhaps there's other things uh, that uh, that are that are worth more our time and attention, if we could put it that way. Um, have you come across any of that? I mean, what do you, what do you what would you say in response to that? Sure, uh, I think you're right that there are churches, uh, or excuse me, books, studies, reports that have been written that seem to suggest that. Uh, but I think when people come to that position, obviously there's a background like everything else, yeah. you know, uh, like you being a pastor, you know, we do a lot of counseling, and so yeah. when we have a single person or a married couple come into our study or our office to, to talk to us, uh, they might say one thing, but we all know there are deeper issues at hand. So yeah. when you have people that say that, you know, the local church is maybe not as important as it should be, and they kind of go off and do their own thing, there, there are other issues there. But ultimately what it comes down to is a misunderstanding of, of the, the work of the local church. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's, there's many things that the, that the local church does, but let me narrow it to say the, the importance of, of the Word of God preached and, and the sacraments or ordinances administered, that, that God meets with us on the Lord's Day. I mean, this, this is different than just your, your Bible study on Wednesday night or Friday night or whenever, you know, that happens to be done. God meets with His people, and He ministers to them through word and sacrament. And as, 
And that's a picture as we come together in the Lord's Day of what we're going to be doing for, for all eternity, the Lord meeting with us and ministering to us. So how could there be anything better than that? Yeah, amen, amen. You know, I, one of the things I like to tell people a lot is that, you know, for thousands of years, uh, God always seems to put an importance on His people gathering together. Um, and, you know, I like the way you put that, too, that there's something uniquely special, powerful when um, the Word and the sacraments are administered, that uh, the Lord meets with us. Um, and that's something you just can't get just, uh, you know, sitting in your uh, pajamas uh, you know, at, the, at the coffee right, table. Right, right. Uh, I mean, as, as great as that might be, there's something uniquely powerful when you're you're together with other other believers in the same room, in the same space, hearing the same things, speaking the same things, um, eating the same things together and drinking, the, the you know, the bread and the, and the wine um, in communion. Um, all those things are, are very important. Um, you know, in, in saying that, too, I think that kind of gets into – um, maybe what local churches should do. Because another thing I come across, and, and I often get this as a, as a local church pastor, is sort of ideas about here's what your church should be doing, and there's a whole range of things. And and maybe to some degree, too, this gets people thinking why the church is irrelevant. It doesn't do enough to solve different problems in the culture and other things like that. And, um, you know, for many people, they say, well, the church should have gospel-centered ministry, should be based on the gospel. What does that mean? What does that look like? Um, you know, as you are, you have a unique opportunity in the sense that you're starting a new church, as you think of the things that you think our church should stand for and be, what what, what are some of the things that uh, that you tend that tend to come to mind? Yeah, I, I think that uh, I mean you hit the nail on the head when when you said people have all these ideas of what the church should be doing. Uh, I have some friends that uh, are live up north, north of of Richmond, and one of the things they like to do is do uh, medical medical missions. I think that is 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 fantastic. Uh, but the way they do it in particular is that they go and they, they go on what they call mercy ships. Mm-hmm. And so is it my responsibility as the pastor of Crown and Joy Presbyterian Church to raise enough money to ensure that many of those ships are being built so that people I, whom I know and others know can get on, on those ships to do medical missions? I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's our, our task to, to go and build ships, or I mean, I mean, fill in the blank. The, the Great Commission is very, very specific. When Jesus gave his commission to the church, first of all, it, wasn't, it didn't start with, you know, go therefore, or, or once you have gone. It started with this great announcement of that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to the Lord. Now, as a result of that, having gone, make disciples. So I, I think we're limited. And so what we've done here at, uh, at our church in Richmond is we... Uh, Still being new, we, we have focused primarily on, on word and sacrament ministry, what happens on the Lord's Day, and then how that should influence the way that we live throughout the week, so Monday through Saturday, namely in terms of mercy and in terms of evangelism. Yep. So, so you're saying what happens on Sunday then influences how your church launches out sort of into and engages the community. So, um, so I'm hearing you right. I mean, you're saying it does, it does impact sort of what you do, but you, you don't hold yourself responsible to do everything possible. Uh, Correct. Absolutely. You're, you're sort of focused on your particular area and what the Lord would call you to do. Yes. Um, well, we just quickly say, if you're just tuning in, listening to Coiny Knee on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, I'm Ramon Pierre filling in with Tom Brown. Happy to have on the line with us Leon Brown, African-American church planner with the PCA, Crown and Joy Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about... Um, you know, what happens in terms of what you, you know, what happens on a Sunday that then leads into the rest of the week. Do you sort of really think consciously of, okay, how we set up our service and the things that we do that would inform and shape what people think and do so that it, it helps them then for the rest of the week? 
So, VP, that sounds like you've been reading my Twitter feed. And, uh, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm up on game here, absolutely. man. I'm up on game. I've been, uh, I've been uh, you know, researching here. All right, that works. <laughs> uh, absolutely. It should influence the way uh, that we think and behave throughout the week. So, essentially, what we do in our service on, on Sunday is we order it. You can think of it in two ways. You can think of it, on the one hand, it's an outline of the Christian experience, or on the other hand, it's an outline of uh, our salvation experience. This is what I mean uh, briefly. Uh, so we begin our service with a scripture reading, what we call a call to worship. And the reason we do that is because it is God who calls us to worship him. I mean, we get that. But it is also God in our Christian experience who calls us to salvation. We want to begin our service the way everything else in life begins, essentially that everything that is good, with God. And so after uh, our call to worship, we have a confession of sin, and uh, I'll leave out the prayers and, and, and the um, music for now. But uh, think about the Apostle John, who was caught up in the heavenlies. Think about the prophet Isaiah. Think about the disciples on the boat. Every time they at least got a glimpse of the holiness of God, they, they fell upon their faces. They, they confessed their sins. And so um, we have a confession of sin. After that, we have a declaration of pardon. Uh, followed by, uh, of course, sermon, prayers, music, and we have the Lord's Supper weekly, and then the benediction. Now, the reason I say that influences the way that we live Monday through Saturday is because when we open our eyes in the morning, who called us to wake up? I mean, it's not just, you know, blood pumping through our, our, our veins and, and the hearts beating. It is God, ultimately, in His providence, who, who called us. Mm-hmm. And so as we wake up every, every day by His grace and mercy... We should realize, even as we practice on Sunday, that, my goodness, I've only been awake several minutes, but I know I've sinned against God. Uh, I sinned yesterday. I probably sinned already this morning. And so falling to your face and on your knees, confessing your sins, and then going to the Scriptures to see how God has been good to you uh, in, in Jesus Christ. And so following that, obviously you're in the Scriptures, you're reading the Gospel, God is sanctifying you through that. What typically happens next? Well, you go to the, 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 the breakfast table, and you eat, and, mm-hmm. and, and you are nourished physically. And so that's why we have the Lord's Supper every single week, because after God, uh, we, we read our Bible, we hear about uh, how God has been good to us. He then nourishes us through, through the bread and the cup, just like when we get up in the morning and we have breakfast, and then the last thing that happens in our service is there's a benediction. God places his name upon us as we leave that uh, auditorium, our worship auditorium, in the same way we leave our homes in the morning with God's blessings to go into our vocation. So it just outlines our life. Yeah, what I appreciate about that and your thoughtfulness on that is, and I think it helps people see that what happens in a church service isn't just um, sort of random parts put together, that it actually is very practical. It can help inform and and guide. If you take it seriously and you you engage in it fully, it, 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 it equips you for the rest of the week and the very practical things that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've told I kind of got in trouble for this, so uh, I might get in trouble here too, but <laughs> I, I, I tell people, you know, there, there are churches that, you know, they'll, they'll advertise themselves by saying, you know, we're, we're led by the Spirit. And, and that's a good thing to say. I would hope that every Bible-believing church is led by the Spirit. But what that sometimes can mean is that we, we will allow random things to happen in our church, and that terrifies me a bit, not that we can't be spontaneous uh, in our praise and, and adoration of God, but the randomness, at least uh, with the experiences that I have, I was saved in a Pentecostal church, 
that scares me because I think to myself, randomness is, is kind of what got us in trouble in the first place, doing whatever the heck we wanted to do. Yep. That's what Adam did. And so there's nothing wrong with having a, a, a somewhat set structure every week um, that yep. will help us to live Monday yep. through Saturday. I like to tell people the Holy Spirit can work in planning just as much as he can work in spontaneity. And, uh, Amen. That he, Amen. He, and he does, in fact, do that. So we uh, will be back in a couple minutes. We are listening. You're listening to Coining A on Faith Talk 1360. KPXQ, I'm Ramon Pierre, filling in for Tom Brown. See you in a few.